Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show betting show uh, for this week. And obviously, we know what's coming up this weekend. There's only one show in town, really, and that's UFC 267, which miraculously goes down early over here in Ireland and over in Abu Dhabi uh, as we have two titles up for grabs in the main event and the co-main event. And it's, look, it's a fantastic card up and down it. Uh, obviously, the main event is Jan Blachowicz versus Glover Teixeira for the light heavyweight title. Peter Jan versus Corey Sandhagen for, um, it's the interim title. It feels like it's not the interim title, but of course, Aljamain Sterling, by way of a d- disqualification against Peter Jan, won the uh, official title. And now, obviously, he's out injured uh, after a kind of complications, I suppose, following that uh, that neck injury. Um we have some big heavyweight fights uh, in it as well. We have Tybora against Volkov, a light heavyweight fight between Ankalaev and Odzimir, um, and Shemayev and uh, Li Zhangliang as well in uh, a big, big fight. Um, very good undercard as well. Amanda Hibas is on it. Zabiria Tuhugov against uh, Hikardo Hamas. Obviously, um, uh, Hibas is fighting a Virna Jandiroba, who's been on a very good run lately and is, is looking good. Uh, Lerone Murphy from this side of the world against Amir Kani, who's trained out of SBG Ireland as well. Kapilov 8 and 1. Uh, Benoit Saint Denis 8 and 0 coming in against uh, Zalecki dos Santos. So there's some very, very good talent uh, on this card. But I'm here for bets, and that's what everyone's looking for. Um, as, as I record this last week's bets, I got Mar- Marvin Vittori. No, he would. I said it. Uh, I'm still waiting on the PFL one. Actually, it's uh, the PFL one will be happening here in a, in a couple of hours. So I'm waiting. Uh, I'm waiting on that one. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that one will come off. But uh, yeah, not the not the best bet of the week. But you know, we got like what five out of nine so far. That's that's not the worst so far. So hopefully, we will uh, we will get a couple of right here again, and we will have a a better a better third week. Um, so as always, I'm going to give you five bets, four straight up, and in a flyer. I really like my flyer this week. I must say, I really like my flyer. But the first bet I'm going for uh, is Islam Makachev via decision um, over Daniel Hooker at plus one hundred. And like, if you if you look at their records here over on Shardog.com, Makachev is eight wins by this uh, eight wins by decision, uh, six decision losses for Hooker. Uh, Hooker's only submission losses outside were outside the UFC back in 2012 and 2010. Now, look on that alone. Some, sometimes, sometimes those stats can be a little bit deceiving because of the level of competition and different things like that. I, I think when you the the the, the stat that makes the most sense there for me is no submission loss for Hooker since 2012 or 2010. That's a long time to go without, without a submission loss. And now, you could say maybe, okay, Makachev will, will take him down and uh, either submit him or, or knock him out would be the main thinking if it wasn't going to be a decision. I think most people think Makachev will win it, uh, which I'll get to more in a second. But I just think, I, I think Hooker will be wary enough, will be used to fighting off his back enough to survive um, the kind of the ground and pound uh goings in this one no those are probably famous last words because mccachev is an absolute animal he absolutely could finish him here no no doubt about it but i do think hooker is smart enough tough enough as well as a very uh is a very important thing to say here to to survive that um but i do think he will be put in those positions you know i favor mccachev heavily to win this fight um he is a big big favorite uh, obviously here to win let me just pull it up here as as a, i look at it he's plus, or minus 650 
Dan Hooker is plus 400. So to go from minus 650 to uh, just for him to win by decision at plus 100, I think that's a very, very good one. As I mentioned, eight wins by decision, six decision losses for Hooker. I just think that's too good to turn down. And that is uh, that is my first bet. So I'm going from a catch of by decision at plus, uh, at plus 100. The way, look, the way I see the fight going is... You know, you probably listen to every other analyst here on uh, on Sherlock and Beyond, and they'll probably tell you, well, Makachev will be striking hard at looking for takedowns, not trying to spend too much time on the feed, watching those knees up through the middle from Dan Hooker, and just attempting to push him against the cage, get him down, or get him down with a double leg in the middle if he can. And I I feel the exact same way. I'm not going to give you any big analysis on this fight, uh, or, or you know, other than what other people have given you. But I do think the one piece I would pick out and why I've gone for the decision. If, look, if you're giving me a decision over a submission, over a, a KO or anything, or over any other um, result in this, I would take it. And at plus 100, I think that's the way to do it. And as I mentioned, I think Hooker's toughness and Makachev's unrelentingness will get him probably a 30-27, maybe a 30-26, maybe a 30-25 wait here. Uh, but yeah, I don't see uh, I don't see Hooker win it. So that is, my, uh, that is my first bet. My first three bets actually are all... All by decision. And the second one, I'm going for Jan Blachowicz to win by decision. Um, he has uh, 11 wins by decision in his career. Glover Teixeira has four decision losses. The only people to stop Glover Teixeira since his pro debut uh, are Rumble Johnson and Alexander Gustafsson. So that tells you how hard he is to finish. Now, this is another one of those ones where I... Uh, I think Blahovich will win. I was talking on on the Severe Med podcast this week, out every Sunday after checking out SevereMed.com, um, about this fight. And we were kind of, myself and my, my uh, co-host Graham over there were, were kind of discussing the fight, how it would go and who would win. And I feel like, but if you look at it right and you break it down into little pieces, who's a better striker? I would say Blahovich is a little bit. I said, who's a better wrestler? I would say Glover Teixeira, or uh, Blahovich is a little bit over Glover Teixeira as well. Now, Glover Teixeira, is he a good striker? Yes, I think he is. Is he a good wrestler? I think he's one of the most underrated wrestlers in the UFC, to be honest, and I have thought that way for a while. But I do think Blahovich is just better than him a little bit in every area. And now, I think that is enough for it to be a win, and maybe not a comprehensive win. I, I, I think it's enough for it to be a close fight, but a win for Blahovich. And at plus 280 to go to a decision, that uh, that again would be my method of victory, I think, here. If you were to give me everything at even money, I would go for that. So at plus 280, I think that's um, I think that's a very, very good price. I just think Blahovic, he has his preparations. Like, his preparation for his last fight, or, or what was it, his last fight? His preparation, anyway, for the Israel Adesanya fight, is a very good boxer and a very good uh, kickboxer and a very good striker. I think his preparation for that will help his preparation for what Glover will bring in terms of the boxing. I think he's a very good boxing, and I think he, he uh, no, he's been preparing his whole career. Don't get me wrong, but his style is kind of this uh, hard nosed kickboxer with more uh, and Blahovich. I'm talking about here more stylish maybe than people actually give him credit for. Will be just a little bit better than Glover Teixeira's boxing style. I think he's a little bit more well-rounded and has, as I said, his preparations for guys who are going to bring a more solid style, uh, should I say, like, and I'm not saying Adesanya and Glover Teixeira are the exact same, but if you get what I mean, like, they're more a striking, solid style, I think that will help him on the feet, and I think on the ground, I think that, actually, the takedowns in that, he's gotten takedowns in fights before, but I think the takedowns in that fight have kind of illuminated for a lot of people what, 
Jan Blachowicz can actually do as an all-round fighter. And I think maybe Glover will be a little more reluctant to take him down because of that. And I feel like there mightn't be that many takedowns in this fight and it'll just turn into a kickboxing match. And if it does, I think Blachowicz wins that. Uh, and I think he wins it by decision. So that's that's my second pick. Jan Blachowicz by decision plus 280. Um, my third pick, right. So this was almost going to be my flyer. This was almost, almost going to be my flyer. Uh, it's Hamzat Shimaev. I've gone for him to win by decision again. As I mentioned, first three by decision plus 280. I think that's really, really good. I think that's good. Uh, Li Zhang Yang, he's fighting, who's lost five of his six fights by decision. Now, um, the reason why this was going to be my flyer and the reason why I picked him to win by decision, Hamzat has won all of his fights inside the distance. So as I mentioned earlier, not I, I don't think I don't think passes always prologue, especially when you're moving up in um, in level in terms of fights. I have a few reservations about Shemaev, not based on anything we've seen so far in his fight career, but based on where he's been for the last while and the, you know, he's, he's obviously, he's, you could call him injury problems, but he's illness problems. Like he had COVID, it seems like he had long COVID, hasn't fought since uh, in, in 13 months now. He was a guy that was fighting every two weeks, it felt like, when he came into the UFC at first. So I just feel like, that time out of the cage, um, and like, okay, no, you could probably say Li Zhengling hasn't had that many fights in the last while. Everyone has had time away. So, you know, that, that's maybe not a big big of an excuse as it used to be. Uh, or not an excuse, but a big of a reason as it used to be. But I, I just think that illness and that toil that his body has been put through over the last while, I think it's going to be really hard for him to come back and be that monster immediately. Now, Hopefully he is, and hopefully we have a great fight. And even if he is, you know, maybe Lee Zhang will still win. Now, I've gone for Shabayev, and I've gone for decision. But Mike Flyer was always, almost, almost got to be Lee, because I really like Lee's style. I really like him as a fighter. I think he's really, really good. And even picking Shabayev to win by decision, like a bit oddly, is is uh, is talking about that, is, you know, talking up. Li Zhang Yang's ability because to think someone can go to a decision with Shabayev is a, is a pretty is a pretty good thing to say about it with how unbelievable and how much of a juggernaut Shabayev has looked over the last while. Um, so I'm going for that one. I, I just think, like, okay, Shabayev. We we saw him coming out against uh, Reese McKean against John Phillips, taking him down and just dominating him on the ground, choking out John Phillips and and uh, TKOing uh, Reese McKee. With uh with ground and pound and then you know, one punch KO against Gerald Marshart. So we saw the ground part and we saw the the stand up part. Um, I think Lee, I think Lee will be a bit better in the stand up than Marshart was. Maybe a little bit faster. No, that's not to say he he might go get starched. You know what I mean? But I think he is a good striker. Not the best fighter in the world, and I think he's a very good scrambler on the the floor. Now that doesn't mean he won't get taken down either. Don't go out and back no takedowns or anything like that. But I think. Against some, someone like Shemaev, right, if he's not 100% and you can force him to scramble, 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 take a bit of air out of him, take a bit of uh, a bit of those, uh, a bit of that uh, oxygen out of his lungs and just force him to fight more than he's usually been forced to fight, I think that can prolong the fight, give you more chances 
And, you know, maybe it won't get you the win in the end, but maybe it will get, if you're looking from a betting point of view, maybe it'll get Shabayev a decision win. So that that was my thinking all along, you know. That was my thinking. If I was to bet straight up, maybe I would go for Shamayev to, to win uh, inside the distance. But I just think, I really do think... Um, there are too many questions over Shamayev right now. Um, and I would, I, I think that that betting line kind of shows that. But if you answer those some questions in, in some way, take this fight to the ground, dominate it on the ground for long periods, win the decision, I think that price will suddenly go from one that looks, uh, you know, very good to one that looks very, very good by the time the fight ends. So, yeah, that is uh, that is my third bet there, Shamayev. Plus 280 over Zhang Liang via decision. Um, my next uh, my next bet here is Lerone Murphy. Minus 290 against Makwan Americani. Now, I'm not I'm not a big one for giving like these almost three to one on bets. Um, and I won't do that often. But I think this is one. If you want to throw it into an accumulator, if you want to do something like that, I think this is a very good bet. Because I think Lerone Murphy should be way more than minus 290 here. Um... I think he's a fantastic fighter. Um, if, if you don't know him, he's he's fighting out of the UK. And we, anyone watching the UFC last week, right? Um, the UK and Irish scene, and I've been like a, a part of it, obviously covering it for the last seven, eight years. We, and, uh, you know, fair play to everyone covered here. We, we really big up our fighters over here. Look at uh, Mason Jones last week. Look at Jai Herbert. Look at Paddy Pimblett. Look at Conor McGregor. Uh, James Gallagher, Kiefer Crosby, you know, Michael Bisping, for years and years and years, fantastic UK and Ireland are really good at it, and and we do it way better than America, way better than Australia, New Zealand are pretty good at it as well, but way better than everywhere in the world, we're fantastic at it. Leroy Murphy is one of these guys that's completely flown under the radar, and every time he fights, I kind of say that, and it's it's still, it's I'm not changing that thing, I don't know, I can't change the opinion on this one for some reason, but this guy is a really, really, really good fighter. And sooner or later, people will realize it. Um, I like Makawan Amerikani. He's a fun style. He's a good fighter. You know, he trained over here in Ireland for a while as well. And, you know, we, we've seen him up close. And he's a very, very good fighter. But I just think Leron Murphy is so well-rounded and such a brilliant fighter. That minus 290 is one of those prices. Maybe in a year's time, you'll see he was only minus 290 against <laughs> against Makawan Amerikani. No disrespect to Amerikani. This is all about Leron Murphy. And look, I think Amerikani, we've kind of seen, maybe not his ceiling, but seen how his, what his level is in the UFC. And he look, he's a level, I think, is a good UFC fighter uh, who absolutely deserves his place in the promotion. But I think Leron Murphy is probably fighting a little bit under his level at the moment. And he's a guy who, in the next couple of years, I predict is going to rise and is going to get towards the very top. So I think minus 290, you know, if you're betting it straight up um, or you're betting it uh, in, in an accumulator, I really think that's a good one. I think his striking will be a little bit too much for him. I think he will be able to stop him and take him down and I even think Leron Murphy might be able to even throw in a few takedowns of his own uh, so yeah I really like that one now as well I didn't say that at the start but please bet responsibly I'll try to say that I'll remember to say it in every podcast please bet responsibly only bet what you can bet only bet what you feel comfortable betting don't go overboard don't take my word for any of these bets I'm not a gambling expert. I am an MMA expert, if you want to say it that way, in terms of covering the sport, in terms of looking at the records and going through them and things like that. And maybe I will have a good tidbit or two, or maybe like last week, I'll get like one out of five right. <laughs> and I'd be absolutely useless. So keep that in mind. Um, don't don't go overboard. Don't don't bet too much. And uh, 
have fun with it. You know, if you have a spare 10 at the end of the week, maybe you could turn it into 20 euro, you know, or maybe you could turn it into 2 euro, so, or 2 dollars or whatever it is, or whatever part of the, the world you're in. So, uh, with that in mind, here's my flyer for the week. And I love this one. I love I love this flyer. I love it. Petter Yan to win in around 3 or 4 plus 550. So that's 5.5 to 1. What is it, 11 to 2 in, in, uh, in old money? What a bet that is. Like, if you look at Petter Yan over the last while... And especially the Aldo fight, right? And maybe I'm picking out the Aldo fight because uh, he won it in the fifth round, which, uh, you know, that wouldn't be my bet, but you know what I mean. I think he has... He has a style, right? And I remember back in the day, the the, the, the great Patrick Wyman, when he was covered MMA, we missed him. He talked about uh, Conor McGregor, actually. And he talked about how sometimes he one-punch knockouts people and hurts them really bad, and you could say the same for Jan. But him, when he's at his best... He hits you and hits you and hits you and hits you and take the fight takes the fight out of you, and it's not necessarily just like a, a two or three minute fighter. It's like a two or three round fighter, uh, and I actually think that is more to Yan than even it is. Well, McGregor in the past maybe not as much you know over the last few years or whatever, but I think Petter Yan is one of those fighters who fights in you know he he knocked out Uriah Faber in the third round. Um, it, it late in this uh, after the second round um, against Douglas D'Andrade. As I mentioned in the fourth round, the well the Edgebed Sterling one, it looked like it was going to be over in the fourth round. He's gone to a few decisions, gone late in fights, but I think he's getting better all the time at being a kind of a a devastator in terms of his striking, and he'll just take it away from you all the time. And I think Corey Sandhagen, it's only let me, let me just look at it here, pull up his record again, July of two thousand and twenty one. So May, June, July, uh, August, September, October. Two and a half, three months since his last fight. A five-round split decision over TJ Dillashaw. That is a lot of damage to take and not a lot of time to recover from it. You know, that was a tough fight. It was a very, very tough fight. And to go in against Yan and take that amount of damage again for 15 to 20 minutes, that is going to be tough. And I think as well, like I think Sandhagen, uh, I wouldn't rule Sandhagen out of winning this fight whatsoever. I think he's a very, very good fighter. Um, and I think he's a better chance early than he has late. You know, the longer the fight goes, I think the more it it uh, it favours Yan. Uh, I just I just think those those flying kicks and those big knees up through the middle like he did landed against Frank Edgar are are going to work well against Yan to be honest and I think he'll catch Yan at some stage I really do maybe he won't knock him out I don't think he will knock him out but he might but um I think Yan might win a few takedowns as well wear Sandhagen out and I just think he has that that extra punching power over most people in that division against a guy like Sandhagen who is wild who will take a shot to give one and I think that will tell I think time will tell I think you know what What did I say in the um, the bet is in the third or fourth round plus 550 I think that's a good bet you know just take him apart take him apart take him apart and then finish him that's how I see the fight going and that's my flyer for the week plus 550 Peter Yan against Corey Sandhagen. So um, I'll run through a couple more of the the prices here. Now I've lost these are not my bets. I have my five bets in, so you could look at these ones all you want. So just to quickly go through the card, Glover Teixeira is plus um, two forty to beat Jan Blachowicz, who is minus three ten. Uh, if you fancy Sandhagen straight up, he's plus two ten. 
with Peter Yan at minus 265. Dan Hooker, big price, plus 440 against Makachev, minus 650. Uh, I, I, I was looking at Volkov, minus 290 against Tybura, plus 255. And maybe looking at that one as one of the ones, you know, for the for the flyer bet. But I don't know. I, I can never I can never uh predict which Volkov is gonna show up. You know, he's he's twelve to one to win by submission, you know, or he is uh you know, he's plus one ninety five to win by decision. So this is what it is like, well, which one am I gonna go? <laughs> which one am I gonna go for there? I will will he knock him out? I think it's more likely that that Volkov wins the decision than than knocks him out. Um, Tybora to win by TKO KO is plus 700. That was another flyer I was looking at. Um, Tybora has been on a good run. He's a good fighter. Um, but I, it's one of those ones where I've, I, I think that price, a minus 290, is too big. I, I really do. I, I think he should be minus maybe 200, maybe minus 185 even. I think there's too much of a gap there. Um, does that mean you should take Tybora? Maybe. I'm not a betting expert. Maybe not. But I... I it's a, I would barely pick up Volkov. I think that line is too much. Um, Hamzat, minus 520. That's a big, big line there. Zhang Liang, plus 370. If you fancy him to win, that's a very good price. Um, I've just gone for, for Shemayev in the decision, as I said. Uh, Ankalaev, minus 340. Odzimir, plus 260. Um, Hebas, minus 180, or 158, sorry. Uh, Jandiroba, plus 128 that's just about right I think that's just about right uh, Hikaru Hamas plus 140 Zuberia to Hugov minus 172 I'd, honestly I think that's a good price into Hugov um, Hamas you never know with him as well what you're going to get he could come out be a destroyer he could go out and wilt you know he's one of those guys uh, Kabilov plus 260 that's a good price over Jurev minus 340 don't know too much about him to be honest I won't, I won't lie to you uh, Centini who comes in undefeated, he's plus 172 against Lecky de Santos, that's a, a tough uh, opener to your career, minus 215, um, Chuck plus 134, Gatsimov minus 164, uh, Leron Murphy, as I mentioned, uh, minus 340, he can get, he can be gotten at a little bit less, um, in some places, minus uh, 290, I think I had him there, yeah, I had, I had him at minus 290, yeah, so, um, for that, you can get Macron Armour Canny up to, plus 275 in some places so if you shop around if you fancy that um and then there's a couple more fights as well nasimenta plus 260 minus 340 for ulbankev mustayev plus 194 uh is magulov minus 249 um and petrovsky minus 245 against hugh plus 194 so there isn't really much that sticks out to me on that undercard apart from the morphew one um, I'll just recap my bets quickly again for you. Makachev via decision, plus 100. Blahovic by decision, plus 280. Shamaya via decision, plus 280 also. Gone for Liron Murphy, minus 290 to win straight up. And the last one is Petr Yan uh, to win in either rounds three or round four. My flyer of the week at plus 550. Enjoy the fights this week again. Bet responsibly. And uh, I'll see you all next time. Good luck.